Does it ever feel like you're constantly trying to heal or change or fix something in your life? Like perhaps relationships, prosperity, your children, the relationship with your mom, et cetera, et cetera. And does it ever feel like you're constantly just trying and trying and nothing really changes? Well, this entire week on the Sovereign Women Movement Show, we're gonna be talking about the root cause as to why specifically your life truly hasn't changed and it has to do with not bypassing the healing of your sacred womb in order to self-initiate as the sovereign woman that you are. So welcome and thank you so much for being here on the Sovereign Woman Movement Show, where it is our mission to awaken the women of the world spiritually by empowering them with the holistic tools that they need to heal body, mind, and spirit. And so we can bring in and enlighten society as this old one crumbles. Satnam and good morning. Welcome to the sixth episode of the Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast. And if you're catching us here live on Instagram, good morning. Thank you for being here. How are you, Lizzie, Luca? How is everyone doing on this very beautiful, beautiful Monday? Monday of new beginnings as we just literally closed out a very powerful, super new moon in Scorpio. And I was actually sharing with the beautiful goddesses of Satori this morning where, where we practice our 6 a.m. sadhana every other Monday. We practice 6 a.m. sadhana one week and then the next week we go in at 4.30 in the morning. And sadhana is our practice, our kundalini practice that allows us to take our sovereignty, start the week off right and truly get into the rhythm with the energies of the cosmos because I usually share with them a little bit of an update as to what's going to happen this week in the cosmos and the planets and the astros to help us get some guidance because it's not it's not like future telling it's basically awareness so that you know how to resonate with the energy and so this new moon in Scorpio is a very brave ambitious new moon but new Scorpio is also about talking about those things that are taboo like for example sex for example uh, taxes money for example even death things that usually people don't want to talk about and Scorpio likes to dig up the truth and you may have find have found yourself or finding yourself in a situation where there's truth that is coming out and you yourself are needing to either speak with someone about it, maybe in a relationship, maybe within yourself. And these truths need to be addressed, especially this is how you use the new moon for your advantage uh, during this energy so that you don't keep repeating those lessons. In essence, it's known as shadow work because that's really what our sadhana is. It's shadow work so we can face ourselves so that we don't project those shadows out into the world because if you're projecting them out in, in experiences and in people and then you're believing that life is basically not fair or happening to you when in fact you're just projecting that shadow out, which is showing you what your frequency is. That's why there's sadhana is so powerful. It changes your entire frequency allows you to face yourself. So this new moon is bringing up a lot of things that maybe you don't want to talk about and discuss, but are necessary because there's a very, very big, huge cosmic event. This is why I've been saying for a long time that by the end of this year, this whole entire world will be unrecognizable. And the reason that this world will be unrecognizable is because by the end of December on the winter solstice, December 21st, there's going to be a cosmic event that hasn't happened since like 1623 
course, nothing that happens in 2020 has ever happened before. But this, in essence, is what I'm referring to is Saturn and Jupiter going conjunct Aquarius. And this hasn't happened since 1623, which back then is when we really began the true evolution of our consciousness. This is when we started to leave behind the age of the patriarchy, the Piscean age. And we started to realize and self-realize that God, the universe, higher consciousness actually lives within us and outside of us. And so on December 21st, on the winter solstice, which I'm planning a huge event for all the beautiful sovereign goddesses of this world. Can't wait to share with all of you. It's going to be a three-day incredible virtual experience with some of the most amazing healers, some of the most amazing sovereign women of this world that I admire and respect dearly. And that's going to be happening on the 19th through the 21st. You all are the first to know here today, but I'll be talking a little bit more about it later this week. And so this world will be unrecognizable, completely unrecognizable. And one of the things that's happening that's very important for us to become aware of is that in order for us to truly leave an old self behind and to truly self-realize and initiate ourselves as sovereign women, we must reprogram the stories that we tell. Because you made a, a, a contract with your soul when you incarnated into this existence. And everything you're experiencing is based on that contract. So you signed up for this. And so what we do through the inner work, and this is what I was sharing with the goddesses this morning in our sadhana, is that we basically rewire, unprogram, and unlearn all the systematic ways that we, our sovereignty has been taken from us. And all the programs that basically do not allow us to see our own self-worth. And to understand that it's not all about love and light. That the shadow aspect of ourselves, the darkness, those experiences that we deem bad are just a propelling force to, make, to really bring you to who you are today. And a lot of people with the problem and the root cause here is that we have an uncontrolled mind. We don't do the inner SWC work, which the foundation of the SWC work is what I teach inside of Satori Wellness and, and Spirituality. And it's Kundalini, it's energy, right? And it actually combines metaphysics, understanding yourself beyond this physical, physicalized, because that is really truly the age of Aquarius that we're moving into. So the new moon is helping you unload. It's helping you really become aware. And if you're courageous and brave, you'll start to discuss and talk about the true essence of those things that perhaps those shadows that you yourself have not been able to face, which is why this week we're going to be focusing on very deep healing work, a very deep conversation as, as it relates to women self-initiating as the goddesses, as the beautiful sovereign goddesses that they are. And God morning, and thank you so much for being here. Everyone, thanks for the hearts. Appreciate you all greatly. We're just getting started. And so what that has to do with was an incredible breakthrough that I had this weekend, incredible life-changing experience, where I know I've been sharing with you all for some time that now I have a very disciplined kundalini daily sadhana inner work practice very very disciplined i realized with my own healing journey that the highest form of self-worth in fact is discipline you're someone that can discipline her mind you have the highest form of self-worth because you're able to face yourself realizing that that as much as you're the problem you are also the solution but i've been sharing with you all that my practice now kundalini really allows me to further evolve my consciousness I really feel that I have addressed serious emotional traumas in my life 
that were holding me back in addictions to alcohol, that were holding me back in having very unstable relationships and truly having a really unstable relationship with myself. But I got to a point this year actually where I really felt, and this is why the subject matters of what we discuss here on the Sovereign Woman Movement Show has shifted from just looking at the things we need to heal to focusing more on empowerment. Because I believe that in my own journey, I, I got to a point in, in my journey where I, I do this inner work every single day, not to fix myself or to heal myself any longer. I did a lot of inner work on that, healing the inner child, healing the mother wound, connecting back to the father wound, the true essence of masculinity. And even looking at the five deepest wounds, I've done some serious inner work as it relates to the, the trauma birth and even the perinatal experience. And we've talked a lot about this in my past shows, which you can catch a replay on IGTV. But this Saturday, we had an incredible workshop, a virtual workshop inside of Satori Wellness and Spirituality for the Sovereign Woman Movement with a very sacred divine woman herself, someone that I respect more than life. She's just somebody who is just by being in her presence, it's healing. And the words that she uses and the frequencies and how she tells you she doesn't mess around. She doesn't sugarcoat it. And she really tells it how it is. And we had this incredible workshop on Saturday. And I really thought that I had done so much healing already that I didn't really have a lot left to do that I was doing this work to just evolve my consciousness. And the workshop was focused on um, healing the womb, W-O-M-B. So our womb as women. And I myself have really not done a lot of work with that. I, I, the only time that I actually did a specific intentional ceremony, and it was a very huge one, it was very life-changing, was back when I was in Peru, 2015, had a Kundalini awakening during that time. And I surrendered to everything that was happening to me. And I was led to the jungle, Amazon jungle in Peru a lot of research and prayer because this type of work is very serious and must be taken very, very much with respect. Don't go around flaunting or just like, you know, using it as something that, that is just basically to, to try to get yourself into, into a mode of feeling like you're more spiritual or better than others because mother ayahuasca, she's a spirit and she, she, she knows how to treat her people, especially who, who those who work with her. And so when I was, going to Peru and I went out there I had such a, an incredible experience as it relates to the womb I was in uh I was actually not yet working in Mother Ayahuasca I first worked with the plant medicine known as San Pedro and San Pedro is also a type of psychedelic assisted type of medicine that you can use for healing that has been used for thousands of years and we were working up in the uh, Cusco mountains and Cusco is a beautiful city. It's a, it's picturesque. It's colorful. It's the people are so beautiful and nice. And we were at the very top of a mountain, and we were working with a very sacred shaman. This, this, I did so much research and making sure that we we actually work with those that truly respected the medicine and and treated it that way, and knew that this wasn't that the with medicine work. That's just the beginning. The real work comes when you come back into your real, into your life, right? And I was at the top of the mountain and there were beautiful caves of rocks and it was a mixture of men and women. So it wasn't just women. And I was working with that plant medicine and that plant medicine is masculine energy. Mother Ayahuasca is more, she's a feminine energy. 
But as I was working with San Pedro, the shaman actually, he motioned for all the women to come and he would do a specific womb healing ceremony for us. And at the very top of the Cusco mountains in the most beautiful sacred setting that you can imagine, I was actually suffering with the medicine. I wasn't enjoying it. I was feeling very nauseous and I didn't want to face myself. It was a lot of my fears, all the subconscious programmings were coming up. So I felt very uncomfortable. It just felt like it wasn't feeling good at all. And when he called us back to the actual cave, he pulled all the women and he took us inside the cave. And that's where we began a very, very sacred ceremony where he was able to chant Icaros to us, which are the sacred songs that come through them, through the medicine. And it was a moment of complete collapse and surrender. I never in my life had ever been connected to my womb. No one ever taught me that. No one said that that was something that we as women especially need to do on a consistent basis. And I also saw that was really the beginning of the sovereign woman movement because all of my life I had lived with such a masculine energy of the patriarchy. I was programmed, you know, I was a real estate broker at the top of her game, president of this, president of that, compete, compete, compete. So I basically played like a boy or played like the patriarchy. And I was so wired with that, that I couldn't open my heart to the beauty of even other women. And I realized that that was what was blocking me in all areas of my life. And that's when the visions of the sovereign woman movement started to come into my consciousness. So this has been a long time coming. And I realized that I had to do my own very deep healing in order for this to even happen, you know, in order for this to be birthed, because that's the reason that the, that the birth couldn't happen. My womb was so toxified with the programs, especially my own deep inner subconscious pains and traumas that I had basically been through. And so that was a life-changing moment. And since then, I've been really working on healing those aspects of my life, right? Because like I said, the plant medicine is just the beginning. If anybody thinks that that's their solution, I'll tell you in advance that it is not. If you do not know how to integrate everything that happened to you in those experiences, then it's going to be just like you reading another book and not doing anything with it. So you have to be spiritually, physically and, and your body has to be ready for this experience. And then coming back, you have to have an, a plan because if you yourself don't know about energy, if you do yourself don't realize that it's important for you to ground yourself in this physical existence, then you're basically, you could have a psychic shock or worse, you know, it basically won't do anything for you and you'll go back and in, deeper into the dark shadow aspect of, who you, who, of, of the part of you that you're not willing to truly face and let go. And so that's when Kundalini came into my life, like I've shared with you all. If it wasn't for Kundalini, my Kundalini yoga and you know, Kundalini practice, I wouldn't have been able to truly bring the healing full circle. But I had never worked specifically on healing my womb. I've always worked on my inner child because there's specific prescriptive energy work that you do to get a result. That's the power of Kundalini, it's, it's a Kriya type of kriya yoga kriya meaning specific it's a recipe recipe of energy you do this you get x results not a lot of yogas are like that but this one specifically is and so i've been working on inner child divine feminine and then desi comes and does this workshop on saturday 
Uh, she's a mathematician. Uh, she's an incredible goddess, just shared her journey with us about her own wound healing and how she basically had to surrender to this type of work and helping other women because that in fact was what was her, her own story. And I just, I cried and cried and cried so much when she was just sharing because she was able to put in words the last bit of what I didn't even know I had as a blockage. I didn't even realize that I had as a challenge. Her, her sharing her, her story so authentically and what it took for her, because now I see her now and I've, I see her in a, as an incredible healer, even though she won't call herself that because she says, I teach women how to heal themselves. Just the way thing that I say to all of you, you know, I teach you how to heal yourself. Someone's going to tell you that they're going to initiate you or they're going to heal you. You need to run really fast from them because only you can self-initiate. Only you can heal yourself. The tools are here, which is what I'm sharing with you all the time, but you have to do the inner work or nothing will change. And she's just so, the story of what she was saying really took me back to my own journey, that experience that I had in 2015. And also the, the truth of, of the blockages that I still had within my connection with my own wound. And so this entire week, what we're going to be doing here on the Sovereign Woman Moving Show podcast is we're going to be talking about these different aspects of womb healing, all of these downloads that I've been receiving since Saturday, because this has been what a weekend. It has been just so much awareness, so much truth. Uh, I was able to actually even teach a class on Saturday at Secret Energy Kundalini Yoga. Secret Energy is my tribe, my fam. They are, this is something that I had been looking forward to for such a long time. And just, there was so much growth that I feel like a brand new woman. And I have to thank Desi for this healing, because for me, it was like, she gave me the biggest gift that I could receive. Because now the focus of what we're doing here as a woman has become so much more clear. And also the, the continued beautiful inner work that I get to do now with a lot more clarity, which has to do with the womb which has to do with connecting to our intuition, to opening them to the divine wild woman that we truly are, right? And so every day we're gonna be addressing these different downloads. And today we're gonna to talk about menstrual cycle and your own menstrual cycle story. And if you're joining us and you're not a woman, that's okay, you can totally listen about this. It's, listen to this, this is very important because you might have daughters in your life and you also have a wife maybe or a significant other that by you understanding how, how incredibly sacred it is, what we're talking about, that you yourself can level up and have a better respect for what we're talking about here. And also that in fact can heal you and whoever it is that you're sharing space with. Lizzie says, yes, and men need to hear this too. I agree fully. So thank you to the men that are showing up here live. And a gracious person says, yes, women are an untapped power that can heal this paradigm. Absolutely. That is exactly the foundation of the sovereign woman movement. It is really lurking, looking to ignite the wild within the one that has not been programmed, right? The one that doesn't have all these dogmas or these beliefs that it's all love and light. And then we have to be good daughters or good wives when in essence, it's accepting all the wholeness of who we are. And this takes connecting back to the womb. So the first thing we're going to talk about today is our menstrual cycle story. 
And this is why the reason that I wanted to talk about this today, because we're going to later on in the week, we're going to talk about how to actually heal the wound, letting go, right? How to actually ground yourself and understanding the mother wound, which we're going to talk about tomorrow. But today I want to share with you what was the number one shifting moment in Saturday's workshop at Satori that, that really opened up my heart to, to how sacred all of this is and how in divine timing it came to me. Because like Lizzie says, normalize womenhood, absolutely. So that our daughters don't have to go through what we went through and not to judge our parents because they were doing the best they could. That is my preface, you know, I've done enough. Maybe I wasn't ready for this deep wound healing until I had done enough work to actually forgive myself and forgive my mother for everything and anything because nothing went wrong. Maybe if I would have been in a different time and I wouldn't have done the work to forgive her, all of this wouldn't have made sense, which is why tomorrow we're gonna to talk about healing the mother wound and, and talking about that. So God is always, the universe has always got your back and everything's happening the way it needs to happen. And so the first thing that we're gonna talk about is the menstrual cycle story. So perfect if you are a man and have daughters as well. So she was sharing her own menstrual cycle story, like the first time she ever got her period, right? And it was so powerful and beautiful. But when she shared it, it brought up my own story. And that's when the tears just started to flood and flood and flood, and I couldn't control them. And then one of the things she says is like, there's nothing wrong with crying. There's nothing wrong with being angry. Be angry if you're going to be angry, crying and crying. So at the same time, I really did not want to hold back. But since I had done so much inner work already with my mom and the, the mother wound, I really didn't even think that was a wound, but it went deeper than her. And in fact, it went deeper to, for me to understand that it was a wound so deep that it was the wound that kept me away from my own intuitive wild nature, from the divine feminine that I've been running away from all of my life. And the reason, and this is exactly when my healing journey even began. It was because I've been driven all of my life with my mind, masculinity. Yeah, conquer, accomplish, accomplish, but never connected to my heart. And the reason was because I was seeking validation because I've never been intuitively connected to my own, to the truth of who I already am, not needing the validation from anyone, right? And so when she shared her story, my own menstrual cycle story came up and that's when I started to cry and cry and cry because my own story was me, I was the oldest of three other sisters and one brother. My mom, of course, she had me when she was young, you know, 17 in Mexico, and she didn't really have a very close relationship with her mom and it still really hasn't, doesn't. And I, I'm one day I'm going to ask her her menstrual cycle story because I can only imagine the deep pain and shame that must come when you don't have any support at all. But I remember that when, when hers came up, I remembered mine and it was very traumatic because when I, being the oldest, my mom being young, you know, I remember that I got my period and I told her, you know, I got my period mom. And she was like, she said this word to me that always sticks in my heart. And yesterday, and if you would have, I couldn't even say it on Saturday because I cried so much. But she said to me, cochina. And cochina is Spanish and English. That means dirty, like you're dirty, you know. So imagine being a young girl. You don't know what the fuck is going on. You know, you just got yourself a period. And your mom is not there to tell you, oh my God, everything's going to be okay. And, you know, 
let me help you this is what you do no instead that's what she told me and so I thought oh my god I'm dirty like I don't know what this hell this means you know who am I now and so I thought I had done a lot of healing with that but realizing on Saturday that it wasn't even it's not even about my mom because I see her she did the best she could I forgive her she's an amazing mother I have a really good relationship with her right now no guilt no shame she loves me unconditionally which I thought she would never and her and I I mean I love that woman she's the most she's a chingona we've already talked about this right but what I realized with that it was that the reason that felt so emotional for me was that because I that's the moment that I disconnected from my womb and my true essence that's when I didn't want to even have a womb I didn't want to have my menstrual cycle I just wanted to continue to be a little girl and then I started to think about all the stories, you know, of other young daughters, other young girls, you know, and what happened with them, you know, and even if you had a situation where you felt like your mom was there and she gave you the resources, you know, and she told you what to do and all of that, that's an important time in the life of a woman, of a young woman. And one of the things that Desi said was like, even during that time for women, it's a time to relax and take it really slow and honor yourself. And she gave some amazing practices, which you guys can find her on Instagram. She does some amazing teachings um, and, and, and a lot, especially for women, you know, and, and we as women, I know I don't honor my, I'm always running. I used to be like that, you know, a lot, I'm a lot more uh, compassionate for myself now. And I take care of self-care a lot more than I used to. But even when our, we're having our own menstrual cycle, like, do you take it easy? Do you take a day off of work? Do you honor that time, right? And, and I don't think we do that because as we're growing up, we don't have like these ceremonial initiation rites, you know? Back in the day, you know, our ancient ancestors, they had ceremonies where they did specific rituals for women that were coming into womanhood. And I think most of us, especially as women, don't really have that. We don't have this ability to truly say, you know, what is it really that is happening here? What is my womb? And what is the menstrual cycle? And what does it mean to be a woman? And so the reason I wanted to share this with all of you is so that you yourself, to begin this process of self-initiation as a true sovereign woman, you know, we talked a lot about that last week, but to really start now, you're going to have to go to those stories and see what type of emotions come up. See what, what really is at the core of that. Because as we move this week further and further and understanding how, what, and need, what we need to do to truly connect, you can't skip this part. And it could have been a beautiful experience, which is only going to make you feel more euphoric. It's only going to make you connect more. But we have to remember that the womb is a creative, powerful source. And that's what, you know, Western society, everybody's on the go, on the click movie, you know, they don't take the time to breathe and slow down and then their life passes right by them. Now, that was exactly my conditioning and program. And so we need to come back to our hearts. And the only way to come back to our hearts is through the womb. And I've always wanted to ignite divine feminine. So I've been doing a lot more divine feminine meditations my, with my Kundalini practice. And never did I consider doing womb healing. And now I've started this new practice. And this morning I shared it inside our sadhana, a, a, a very simple way to ground ourselves and move into the womb. It's like, wow, I feel like not only do I have the awareness of what needed to shift in me, but I have the tools 
I have the work, the science, the energy to then integrate so that I can actually change this aspect of who I am. And graciously present says, destigmatizing pussy, it is a powerful trigger word. She is desired just as much as she is defied. Pussy power, reclaiming your womb power. I love that. Absolutely. And making it a way for other young women to feel that it's not something that has to be, like you said, seeing something triggering something in a man. And, you know, all of that has to do also with the, the overuse of pornography, you know, and, and the desensitization of, of, of basically men believing that that's what a woman is. It's, it's pretty sad now because of the internet, you know, everybody has access to this is one of the things that I always, it's a not, it's something taboo, but I talk to my boys about, you know, about how to respect their bodies and respect another woman's body. And that anything they see, especially as it relates to pornography has nothing to do with the reality of true, true sex and true woman and the womb and the actual everything that happens in that incredible powerful exchange so i that's deep work that i think a lot of men have to do and even women right because it's just a program and if if so many people have access to this that's free those become programs in the minds of men and basically whoever accesses it but it's very very serious unprogramming that we have to do as a society and it starts with us having these conversations that we're having right now right to be able to say these things because I think if you I wouldn't be able to even have this conversation five years ago because I myself would be too much in my mind to be able to say anything right we are um yes taking the world back absolutely and it starts with honoring ourselves in every aspect absolutely lizzie yep we forget how powerful and that's really what it is it's it's the womb is very much so it's it's the ancestors saw it it's its own entity it wasn't even just like oh a womb like an organ inside of you it literally is that powerful it's the creative force but we as women when we don't process our energy our deepest all human beings all of the unprocessed energy gets stuck in the root chakra and as it gets stuck in the root chakra you'll never be able to raise the kundalini and you'll never be able to remove the blockages of energy that are basically blocking the womb connection and when we don't have that womb connection we don't have intuition and a lot of women right now with the lack of intuition that's where they get into even more serious trouble because your intuition is so creative, so powerful, it's so dead on that not only as, as you're learning to heal and connect with it, but if you actually listen and actually work with that rhythm, what happens is you live a very divine life. You live a life of miracles, of remembering who you are. That way you're also remembering who your brothers and sisters are around you, which is the divine unity consciousness we all need to bring in together right now, not the separation and the illusions that are happening. So this is a very divine work that we're doing here, especially this work. Thank you, ladies, for adding to this conversation. It's very, very important that we have this. Thank you for opening of your hearts and of your incredible wisdom, because I, together we're unstoppable. It doesn't matter what people's, the Darwinian theory is out the door. United, we are completely inseparable. So we're going to continue this conversation. And if you want to know a little bit more about this type of work that I keep referring to, the SWC work, Kundalini in essence, you can also check out my free training. There's actually a link in the bio. It says free training right at the top. 
It's the actual three-step framework, the SWC method, where I share with you my own journey, and I share with you my experience uh, with plant medicine, as well as what really brought the healing circle fully home and now continues to do that for me every single day, and also the mistakes to avoid on your own holistic healing journey. Moving into a time of self-initiation, self-healing is really where we're at. So you can click on the link on the bio and check that out. And also, we just launched our new podcast. So I hope you can join us. You can actually find the podcast now everywhere where podcasts are streamed, Google, uh, Spotify, Apple, wherever you're at. And there's also a link in my bio where you can actually catch the first five uh, shows that we recorded last week. And they're all about this journey that we're all taking of self-initiation into the beautiful sovereign goddesses that you, we all are. It's all, there's also a link on my website and I just uploaded the uh, episode two with Lizzie. So you can check out that, that uh, replay as well. That one's where we talk a little bit more about also women supporting each other. So check out those links. And I want to thank you all again for being here. I want to thank you for listening and for adding of your wisdom. I'm excited to continue the conversation tomorrow, 10 a.m. Mountain Center time and live, or you can catch, of course, the replay here on my podcast, but we're going to be looking deeper tomorrow at the mother wound and also how the mother wound actually begins even inside of you, of your, when you were in the womb of your mama. And then Wednesday, we're going to look at learning to ground yourself. And Thursday, we're going to talk about learning to let go very important aspect of healing the womb. And on Friday, Lizzie will be back with us at 10 a.m. Mountain Center time. And she's going to help us dissect all of this. She herself has had some amazing miracles happen already today. I'm so proud of you, Lizzie. I love you with all my heart. And I can't wait for you to share with everyone also on Friday as we continue this discussion. Thank you, ladies. And thank you for sharing with other beautiful goddesses. I look forward to connecting with you all tomorrow at 10 a.m. Mountain Center time. So much. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Woman Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Berrigan, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.